Bop, bop. All right, recording. Uh, what's the first line of the song? Oh, oh um. Bump. 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 Oh, yeah. In, bum, bum. in a time where unsolicited advice, bum, bum, bum. opinions, and dick pics bum, are the norm. Bump. 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 Uh, here's a podcast. You didn't ask Tommy, for that's it. your line. But we're giving you anyway. Bump. 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 This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. Unsolicited podcast. We're live over just, Zoom. Just make that the intro, please. Yeah, I am. I am. Don't you worry. Uh, Tommy <laughs> didn't bring his laptop with him to New Jersey, so we have to do this over Zoom. He's calling in through his phone. It's a disaster. Kelly's here. Hi, everybody. I uh, yeah, I am high. So you're right. And I'm eating a red velvet cupcake. So you think I was high? I'm eating right. steak and rice. Tommy, are you in your childhood bedroom right now? No, my childhood bedroom is not here. We that's uh, a different town house. This is just a uh, uh, just a bedroom. Dang, that's huge. That's yeah, it's nice. big. Fucking like, couch in there. That's like bigger than your whole West Hollywood apartment. What the hell is this room? <laughs> Why does it keep going? What the fuck? How many couches hey, are in one bed? I being normal and poor for once, Tommy. <laughs> fuck, you're out of touch. Especially like my apartment. Um, Above my parents' house. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, you look snazzy. Where Where were you? I was doing business today. I was business business wow. t- business time. Went to Bayonne. They're building a studio there. Company I'm working for. You went to where? They're building a studio in Bayonne, New Jersey. Bayonne? I think there's a girl from Bayonne, New Jersey, on The Bachelor this season. Ooh. I think it's on The Bachelor. Yeah, they're building 12, 12, 12 brand new sound stages. $1.2 billion. Holy wow. fuck. And you so get commission off that billion? Yeah, well, I introduced him to the mayor, but um, no, I work for the company. <laughs> Why Why does that make me laugh so hard? That Like, Tommy would know the fucking mayor. <laughs> of why, did, why do you know the Bayo? fucking neighbor? Wait, mayor, I can't even speak. Is it Bayer? I know Bayo? the mayor. I know a bunch of councilmen and mayors in different parts of New Jersey. I'm a very connected guy. I know a lot of people. <laughs> so they asked me to fly here. Oh, Don, man. We're having a uh, bar with the, with the mayor. but the, uh, He knows all these mayors, know, but he can't get work. <laughs> the workingest guy on the planet. I have work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty stoked about this project. This might be my Hollywood exit strategy. There it is, the peninsula. Um, we're going to so I wasn't listening at all when you said what Hollywood. it was. They're building one in Santa Cruz as well. So, um, I don't know, they're kind of operations, business uh, management of studios. Uh, we don't obviously pay for it, but anyway, that's all inside baseball stuff. Things are good. I flew in here from Vegas yesterday, and um, and I, I don't know, it's, it's cold as fuck. It was snowing today. We were standing out there. Um, but 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 all is good. I can't complain. Well, speaking wow, of studios, I uh, I got another season pass to Universal Studios and went back today. So fun! Today was your first first new walk, new new st- new New Year walk. Yeah, New Year walk at Universal did to, Studios. Did you go to Nintendo Land? No, it's not open yet. I mean, it's open for like VIP tours only and like people who got, got like preview passes or whatever. I don't know. Um, Damn. But Jurassic World was fucking closed pissed me off that's like oh, half the rides new? right there what else was open <laughs> um i rode the mummy and i rode the 
fucking Harry Potter like hippogriff one a couple of times because that's where I was making my videos from. Oh yeah. Um, did you? <laughs> I was like, what if I just go on a roller coaster and talk straight to camera as if I'm not on a roller coaster? Is there someone next really? to you on it too? No. Okay, I not thought that's all like a shoulder or something. It must, must have been the head. That right. ride is not built for tall people, by the way. It like decapitates your ankles when you're oh, strapped I in. I did not. It didn't look good enough to go on, so I omitted it. It's it's a good ride, but it's just you. If you want your legs, maybe only go on it twice mm -hmm. in a day. You know. Mm -hmm. But I'm going back tomorrow so I can record more rumors from roller coasters. Once you pay for a year, you got to go back all the time. Yeah, I mean, if I go three, if I go three times, it'll pay for itself. And I what level do you have? Because I was looking at it today. It's not much for an annual. No, I have gold, so it was like I I did the pay like hundred, pay one hundred and sixty four, and then it's thirteen dollars a month, so it's three hundred total. And I was I I texted DJ at like midnight. I was like, I just impulsively bought a season pass to Universal, and I think I talked him into getting one. So all right. Hey, so listen, you don't you get one. Kind of not going to do anything and you want to walk those steps slash um Dude, it's like, I, yeah i was there for an hour and 15 minutes or so or well i i was walking for an hour and 15 minutes i did the studio tour so that took another hour but um i walked 3.3 miles like yep when are you gonna do what you know what where, where, where else would you do that in la it's good it's, it's such good, good people watching like it's I think that's the one thing about the pandemic that hurt me in a way is because like all of my funny stories come from interacting with people and like, cause weird shit happens to me all the time, but because I'm in my house so often now, like I don't like those stories aren't really happening anymore. So I'm trying to force myself to get out of the house more because I need that inspiration of like either something will like happen and I'll write about it or it's just a good story to tell. So I figured getting high at universal and walking around with my headphones in was a good idea. When you were on the backlot tour where you're like, Oh, that's where Jack and I stopped three trams at the good. Place. <laughs> yes. I actually almost texted you. Out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like honking at us. <laughs> There's a poor guy just, we got. We were just exploring the freaking the yogurt shop, and we got back, and we saw three trams blocked. We're like, "That's weird. They must be running behind." And then there's a dude trying to push our golf cart out of the path, even though I parked it outside the lines. It should have been fine, but no, we delayed people from getting on the King Kong 40 experience. We were just walking around the lot, like going. We were into actually the trying building, to avoid being looked pictures. at, so we were hiding inside the fake building. Our production manager was not happy yeah, afterwards. And then the show got canceled. I hope it wasn't Whoops. my Wait. fault. It probably was. Damn so I, you guys are causing too much distraction on the lot. Yeah. I was worried about that. We were in it's the just, it's just as Jeffries on the golf cart. Um, <laughs> and then probably You're like, like, sorry, I parked here. My boss made me. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a scout. You guys are multicam. What do you have to do on the back lot? Oh. What? <laughs> We're uh, considering. I can't believe you were that close to getting on a network show, Jack. That close. Yeah, don't don't worry. That close. I, don't worry. I think about it every week about how things probably would have turned out differently. They could have been so different if it wasn't for a fucking pandemic. And but Tommy, good news. America, what? 
Jack went on to Nick Vial's podcast, the the former Bachelor, and he Jim pitched him to be like a Bachelor contestant, and Jack's getting the DM slides now. I got some DM slides. Let's see. Have I crossed over the three thousand follower? I'm three Were you short. on the show? Which I'm too Jim? short. I'm too short of three thousand yeah. followers. Ooh, I got a bunch today. I got so I got like two hundred followers today. On on what? That's on what? crazy. On Instagram. On what? Facebook. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So you say from that, and then you also not to mention everyone's. So Jim was on with you. Well, it was Jim. Yeah, and then, Jim was the guest. And then Jim pulls me on. Um, I thought to just make fun of you in front of everybody, but he ended up pitching me, uh, which was a, a nice change of events. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's true. He wasn't. He wasn't mean about you at all. Mm-mm. Wow, he's really turned over a new leaf. I know. Yeah, what I talked nice to him the guy. other day. I didn't think about that. Working for him for six years, Vegas. you know, changes a man. <laughs> he likes you now. <laughs> that long? It's come, dude. I think in three months, it's six years. That's crazy. I met you guys like four years ago. Yeah, dude. April 2017 is when that show started. We started this podcast four years ago. Oh. So we did two years. <laughs> and we're still in season two. <laughs> yeah. We're we're coming up on our four year anniversary, I think. Yeah, it's March, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If people are here, God bless them. <laughs> Guys, I got a message from Jonathan O'Dungling. O'Dungalangi. One Dunglangi. day you'll get his name right. <laughs> nah. Hello, a hello unsolicited three. Hope you're all 2023 have gotten off to a good start. Come coming out of anesthesia, anesthesia is the best buzz. The times I've had to do multiple endoscopies and a few colonoscopies, each time I've come out and had the nurses laughing with the random shit that I say. Question for the group. If you can go back and start your career over again, would you still be in the entertainment world or would you be doing something else? I ask myself this daily as a teacher, although in all honesty, I do enjoy teaching even after almost 20 years. <clears throat> I get the fact that a teacher listens to the show is very impressive. One, two, um, I wouldn't have never, I would have definitely not given it up. It's like, even if I leave the industry now, I, I love doing it. You know, I don't think I'm, and cause even the stuff I'm doing now is not, you know, my exit strategy is not completely leaving the business either. So the answer is I wouldn't do anything different. I would start earlier and prepare myself better. Like when I was in college and learn certain skills that would help me to be better at it. But I don't really think there is a, a method to how you get in this industry or how you stay in it. You just get lucky and just right. keep doing it. If you're if you're pleasant to work with and you're somewhat competent, you'll get jobs. <laughs> it's true. Like this industry is so about longevity and just being a person that people want to have around and and not fucking up too much. If if you can manage those things and stay in the business business long enough you'll be successful not to say that you'll be like fucking loaded or anything like that but you will continue to work right like me yeah i'm loaded though (laughs) we know (laughs) thought we saw the room tour (laughs) that's his parents house it's my second home room not a big deal um (laughs) man i went to uh quick check gas station and got a cookie a red velvet cookie good shit i've ever eaten wow 
How hungry yeah. are you? I was hungry. Yeah. I was kind of cold all day. Um, so did we answer this John Dungalangi's question? What was the question again? I don't know. We probably question, didn't. If you can go back and start your career over again, would you still be in entertainment or would you do something else? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know anything else to do. I, so. I, absolutely. This is, I, I mean, I came from a different career because <laughs> the yeah. other stuff, yeah, I, the other stuff this one would have been nicer. Yeah, the other stuff I'm really good at, like I'm very good at sales. I just fucking hate it. I hate being a salesperson. It feels slimy. I don't I ugh. It's fair. So um I don't yeah. know that like I I I am grateful that I started in entertainment later though for some reason. I like I I think that I think that starting at uh, as a PA when I was 30 or 31, like people respected me more because I was older and I had, I had a lot of work experience and I knew what to do. So I think that actually helped with me moving up because it, I'm not some 22 year old kid that they think that they can keep as a PA for 10 years, you know? So I think yeah. there was a benefit to actually coming over here a little bit later. Did he stop your just... boss from belittling you, though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she sucked. <laughs> she might have been younger I, than you, too. I always read um, that that thought of, like, if you have someone really good, that either you have to some find, find some way to <clears throat> promote them or find a way to keep them, and then also have to worry about replacing them with someone and having to retrain and all that stuff. It's a real... From a from a management standpoint, it's a real pain in the ass. Not pain in the ass, but it's something that you hate to have to think about so down the road. But you also can't keep people working in a position forever without. For sure, yeah that that is that's a strategic thing too. Is like to not be too good at a job that you don't want to do forever because people will keep you there if they can. Yeah, that's a curse I've, yeah, a I I run into a lot. Well, you're just too good at being an assistant. Is that what you're saying, Jeff? Uh, not that job. I do other things. Yeah, I think I think there's like being an assistant to Jim is so different than being an assistant to somebody else. Like you, it's not like you're fucking fetching his laundry every day and getting his coffee and doing that shit. Like he's putting you in in places where you can have opportunities and and stuff like that. So there's there's a benefit that can't be quantified like financially necessarily, but if you went somewhere else, would you, I mean, it, it's very possible that you rise to success, like totally by yourself. You're very talented and you, you have that ability to do so, but like the, the benefit and the opportunity cost of sticking with Jim is like a really big deal. Yeah. Cause I've had all, other opportunities to either, it's not that I've been offered assistant roles, but there's been times where I could have gone and applied or interviewed for them. But I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to like just do a lateral assistant move because right. then I just start back at the bottom of whatever that assistant ship is and then work up from there. But like, and work for a person who doesn't care about you personally. Yeah, like, exactly. You're basic. You're Jim's son. Like at this point, like he <laughs> he wants to see you succeed i mean if jim succeeds i succeeded to some respect like well, if I, he think, I, the show, I get to work on that jim, and then move up there and you know 
I think I'm going to sell a show for Jim. Um, okay. I'm working with Greg. We have an amazing script that he wants me to put in front of Jim when he's in Vegas that I think is a dark comedy that he would be perfect for, which okay. I helped him develop. So I hope he takes it and says yes. He'll, he'll say because it's basically built around him. But I mean, I think he will dark. say yes. He he's he's fed up by people coming to him with just like just an idea and then being like, "Cool, you want to help me write it?" And like, "No, write it and then come to me, or pitch it and get." No, and is, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not going to do all the legwork for you. No, this thing is fully fleshed out and it's got like you know bones to it. So anyway, um, Jackie and I were talking the other day about your band and how talented they were, Jack. If that means it means anything to you, so oh thanks. Uh, we. Yeah, we think that you, you might actually be that that might actually be your path. And then we got a message here from Cletus Van Dam. Speaking of your band, he said, "Hello, Tommy, Kelly, and Jack. I had a little backlog of episodes the last few weeks. It's really fun and funny listening to you guys try and remember stuff from one week to the next." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just listen to the Doohickey's cover of Shania Twain that don't impress me much. And mm-hmm. uh, is that you guys do a cover of that? We did, yeah. Okay. And I got to say, it was pretty damn cool and well done. Really like Jack's guitar skills in the video. So I got to ask you. all of you, would you rather girls in a cup or one guy, one jar in a loop of hours? <laughs> Wait, can you repeat the would you rather again? It cut out. Yeah, it was good, though, because it was like it was a very it was it was a it was a traditional um, big tits, Lisa, uh, big tits. Lisa. Yeah, uh, definitely. I really like Jack's guitar skills in the video. So I got to ask you all a question. Would you rather watch two girls in, in a cup or one guy, one jar on loop for 10 hours? 1-800-MARK. Bye. Um, I, I never know. I never saw the jar one, but I two girls, one cup. One. My stomach could choose. It's a guy sticks a glass jar up his ass, and then I think he's oh. got to pull it out without breaking it. or I don't know. I sticks a glass jar up his ass, and it breaks. And then he's pulling pieces of shard glass out of his ass. I think I could handle that better, though, than oh, my shit. stomach is too weak for two girls, one cup. It's just dripping blood. Like, he's just pulling glass shards out of his butt. And it's just pouring out. Anyway, um, I would, I, I think. Uh, I think I'm going glass hole. Uh, yeah, I watched the other. I don't know if you ever. I watched. I, I I got. I went down a rabbit hole of like Doctor Pimple Popper. Oh, oh, I can't do it. I'll throw up. I'll fucking throw up. Uh, I can't believe yeah. she has a TV show. I watched it on on um, on YouTube like three hours. I I I couldn't believe it's three hours. So gross to me. And there's so many other people who have one. It's not just pimples. Just like they, they cut out these cysts. cysts. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't care about like small little whiteheads or whatever, but the cysts where it like it doesn't it it starts coming out smooth and then all of a sudden it jerks hard and like flies. Right. I was <laughs> all in face and she's like, Oh, stop the camera, stop, I gotta go wash and, my and they're always like, It smells so bad. And I, I just get like a whiff of fucking awful and I'm like, uh, uh. I People hate find that it shit. satisfying though. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. No, oh, did you find it satisfying? No, I, I, I it's only, he only like, watched it for three hours. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, my, my, my butthole and my teeth were quenched the whole time. Yeah. I had this, I had this like disgusted face on for three hours that my nose was crinkled up for so long it hurt, you know, because I was disgusted with it, but like I just couldn't stop 
like these people are so okay with it and it's just i don't know it's just they but i i just like these guys coming with their nose is all deformed from like those you know how they get those little bumps on their nose from you know and and then like they're basically shaving it with like a uh, a hot just melting <laughs> It's so disgusting. It's like my, what I'm always amazed of is why the fuck did it take you so long to get in here? But Christ, right? Like Christ. they're like it's the size of a softball. We're like how long? Yeah, you gotta have this. Guy had a skin tag that was growing right, fell <laughs> <laughs> over right I'm here. Standing up to show and, it. And so it looked and it was so big. It looked like a set of balls coming out of the bottom of his his uh. his. Like, how did you not one day decide, like, when it was this big, a quarter of an inch, that maybe you want to <laughs> You had to wait till it was a second pair of testicles to go get it moved back and pimple pimple? Like, what? Do you not look at yourself in the mirror to see that you have a second nose? Uh, or you can't afford I don't know. What, can't afford it? I don't understand. Just, well, it is really impossible to get a fucking doctor's appointment these days. Like, yeah. Especially a skin doctor. Like a luxury. Yeah. I, I just tried to get, a, I'm trying to get a fucking appointment with just my primary care physician because I haven't seen a fucking regular doctor in like eight years. Um, and I can't find an appointment for at least four months. So yeah. like, okay, I'll just die from whatever I need to see. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and likely I am dying. I haven't been to the doctor in a really long time. So I, I went for the first time in a long time, and he's, he's, he's scheduled me for a colonoscopy. I'm surprised I got in within a month. It's pretty impressive. Even though I scheduled it in October, and it's now I just went last week. Um, Everything's working great. <laughs> I should go get a checkup. I haven't had one in a while. Yeah, I went to the dentist too. I was really happy about that. No, no cavities. And I was. I, oh, I go to the dentist all. I go to the dentist three times a year. I don't fuck around with that. But I've been to the dentist four times in the month in the last month. What's going on with yeah. your mouth? I, I know you have a bunch. I normal. I normal checkups. That that I, I actually enjoy the dentist. Ugh. I don't know about you. I mean, I haven't been in the last couple of appointments. It's because I got that. I got the crown in December, but the like when you get a crown, they have to adjust the bite usually so they don't necessarily get it right the first time and when the bite is off like i was having such gnarly sensitivity like 90 percent of the time mm. and i've never had sensitivity in that tooth so it's like drinking anything it was like massive pain and i was like this can't like it didn't make sense to me that it could be because the bite is too high or anything like that so i went back and got it adjusted like two weeks ago and then it didn't fix it and so i went back yesterday and i think it might be fixed now apparently my upper tooth was like a little sharp and so i think it was like puncturing the crown well, that here. sounds I, fucking I, I, terrible but i don't like getting it shaved down it fucking uh, it's it hurts i don't, I don't like to <laughs> like when they're drilling and stuff, I don't like that smell of like. Yeah, it it like tastes like burn. I mean, it like goes into your throat too. It like tastes like burning or like. Oh, I haven't had the. I, look, I've had just, I've had some shit worked on there. I don't. I haven't experienced. My dentists are good. My guys, I enjoy my dentist. No, my dentist is good, but that's just the process of when you have to well, file I, down. I have actually filed down. That has not happened to me. Well, you're wrong. What had you one cap wrong. I don't mind it because I usually know it's going to be. You know, they give me my little toothbrush and I, I get to spit in that little cool thing and I clean my teeth. <laughs> you think it's worth going to the dentist because they gave you a little toothbrush? <laughs> oh, no. 
I, well, I, I actually saved some money. <laughs> saves you three <laughs> bucks. I do. I like the experience. So I can imagine that every time I went, I had a cavity and then they wind up drilling and it was like, I would hate it. You know, I can see, I can see that, but I, I don't really have a problem with it. So I, I like going to the dentist. I had my first. Yeah, I like, last I like time. regular cleanings. Those are good. I do a good job brushing my teeth. So my cleanings now are like, I don't want to be like, it's enjoyable. Like, oh yeah, I can't wait to go to the dentist. But like, they're not as painful as they used to be because they I used to have so much plaque buildup, but now I have such like a regimented brushing schedule. It's pretty good. Wow. This is I went, fascinating when, podcast I was, material. <laughs> no, no, when I, I know you just got, you just got a bunch of new legs. People are on your jock and you tell them about your yeah. Carter. But look, I still have glue on my teeth from Invisalign and I keep finding it. So they got to keep blasting that off every time I go in. Right. Um, so I got to get some more glue blown off when I go in. Next. I enjoy, uh, yeah, I enjoy the dentist and I, and I feel like, um, you know, I wish, I wish I went to the doctor more for everything else and enjoyed that. I just, are you a usually when I'm a doctor, they always find something that they're like, especially when you get older, you realize like about two years ago, I went to a doctor for like a basic test and I wind up going down like a year and a half rabbit hole of like all these other tests because one person thinks, and there's nothing wrong with me. They're just like, Oh, we just did like a scan of your head and we think you're having seizures. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I never had a seizure ever. And then they just start going to like all these different doctors. And then at the end of the day, it's just like up my anti-anxiety medication. I think we're all good, you know? And that's it. That was my story. I'm that's sticking story. to it. I have and such I a tiny mouth that when they do the x-rays for my teeth, it's like an Olympic event for the x-ray expert, whatever they call them. The, the x well, because they bring in like a proper like <laughs> x-ray person it's not a hygienist they bring in like the x-ray person the and x-ray they tenet. like they quickly put it in my mouth and then run to the computer press shoot and come back and take it out because i'm going <laughs> i have a category i have i have an officially sure. described tiny mouth i have a tiny mouth too i have to use the Wait, children's you know, you know, x-ray you know, device in my them. mouth yeah when they make you bite that thing and you cut your gums i don't like that they yeah. used to put that lead apron on you. I don't know if they do that anymore. Yeah, oh, they they, the, the lead vest go on. You have to bite down. And there's like a giant computer chip that has to go in your mouth where the x-ray is. And they have to give me the children's one. Cutting. Meanwhile, it's cutting the roof of your mouth and the bottom. Because you have to bite down. That's part of just bleeding. Uh-huh. I, when I, I went to college, I, I didn't go to a dentist for a long time. And I went in. And I think, I you know, when you when you don't go for a while and then they start just, I was bleeding like, I couldn't believe how much blood was coming out of my mouth. From so I was going to need a transfusion. Now, from just um, just a cleaning, like oh, a deep yeah. cleaning. Yeah, oh, yeah, cleaning. deep cleanings. Woo. But that's a th- that's a thing. They're like they're like you need to floss more. I'm like, well, normally I don't fucking rip my gums open yeah. with a metal hook. Yeah. So you're going like, in there with a razor blade, dude. Of course I'm going to bleed. <laughs> I just saw you sharpen that thing on a grindstone. Like I get it. I could floss more, but also don't fucking gaslight me. Like you're not Freddy Kruegering my gums right now. Fucking get the fuck out of here. I can't see it. Why would I be cleaning it? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) I I have to pull my skin down and go. You have a microscope on your, over your eyeball. Like, come on. Yeah, no one should ever see me from the angle that you're looking at me from. Right. See, I think I think that is the problem because a lot of dentists and dental hygienists are are very snotty about that stuff. Like they are very their bedside manner is like you need to do this and they make you feel like a piece of shit and I think that's why so many people don't like going to the dentist. Like 
now I have a dentist that I feel is so non-judgmental and doesn't yeah. like give me a tone when he says things and it has become an enjoyable experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't nice. like being scolded. Like better nice. Yeah. I, I used to get back all those years and be worried, scared shit to go to the dentist and be like, uh, like you, cause I can tell my gums are receding, you know, but yeah. like, but you're right. My, I had a good dentist who never, he probably smart enough to know and look and see, but never put me on the spot. Like, you're an animal, you know, like, just like, oh, you know, make sure you're not uh, doing anything that would hurt your gums that, you know, might have to do with nicotine or anything. Anyway, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, when I first, when I first went to my new dentist back in college, because up until then I only had like a dentist from Georgia and who knows what tactics they were using. So I go in and the first time they start pulling black shit out of my gums <laughs> and then they go, are you a smoker? Go, nope. Never smoked in my life. They go, you have these crazy black buildups in your gums. You're going to need a deep cleaning. I was like, well, what the fuck has my dentist back home been doing? So they cleaned me out. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. They're like pulling out black chunks. They call calculus. I'm like, oh. Uh, you had the same dentist since you were like. <laughs> yeah, it's right? the same dentist that told my brother it's okay to use the children's two-in-one watermelon toothpaste until he was 23 years old. Yeah, that's why he's a black, black buildup on his thing. So huh. now I'm clean, is like, I'm good. <laughs> Jack goes home to visit his parents. And like, you got to see the dentist. He walks out with like a balloon tied around his wrist. And <laughs> <laughs> he walks sticker. out of handcuffs. Then he's like, okay, it's time to go to your pediatrician. He still sees a pediatrician too. <laughs> <laughs> he's still a kid at heart. But we just need to test him for chromatosis. Your balls are so much bigger than when you were seven, Jack. <laughs> yeah, he's like, over. you have chin. He's like, and you're so weird. You have balls growing out of your ass now, too. <laughs> you know, I've never asked you this before, but are you sexually active? <laughs> you're like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no like uh, still, uh, still, no. Still don't, still don't ask me that question. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. You should put a lollipop in a balloon. Oh. <laughs> I want to, I want to um, tell you. Okay. Tommy, okay. speaking of uh, Jack's band being good, he had a show on Saturday night, and I finally went and saw him play, and they're fucking fantastic. Like, yeah. legitimately so good. Thank you. Uh, the The lyrics are funny, but the more importantly, the music is actually good. Uh, and he got everybody to dance. Not mm -hmm. me, but everybody else. No, the and... chance. I'm just surprised Kelly showed up. <laughs> I was feeling charitable, and then I went to the fucking comedy store and wanted to had the blow worst show my of your life. Out. Sorry, we opened. We should you should have oh. done that one first and then come over. God, uh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, my my backing the band comedy store. Rules. Tommy, in the main room, this is my huge gripe with the comedy store. Aside from it being like super clicky, it's fucking bizarre how people are very so very clicky. It's weird. It's very pretentious, but uh, oh. in oh. the main room, they they fucking run the late night show over three hours, which is so insane to me. Like, even the biggest comedy lover is tapped out after an hour and a half, two hours. Right. And, and the show starts at 1030. Um, so my friend Pony, who was the uh, tattoo artist on... Um, our tattoo episode of ID Cat, 
uh, he hit me up on Saturday and was like, Hey, uh, do you have any connections at the comedy store? Like I'm, I'm a huge Bobby Lee fan and he has a show tonight, but I bought tickets to the wrong room, blah, blah, blah. So I texted Andrew Santino and I was like, Hey, would you mind putting him on the list? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So I just put pony on the list and, uh, I invited him to Jack's show. I was like, well, if you want to go to this beforehand, like, uh, meet me here or whatever. So he comes to the show and he's like, well, why aren't you coming to the comedy store? And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on going out at all today, but here I am. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm not on the list, but I'll go over there with you and just let them know, like Santino put you on the list. I work for Jim Jeffries, like normally industry people, they'll let in like, so mm-hmm. they let they let me in, no problem. We go, we sit there, we fucking spend over a hundred dollars on booze because the drinks are so expensive there, which is another. Is like, like twenty bucks a drink there? Twenty dollar margarita, Ooh. like um, not worth so it. Not go, for the love they put like into that very, drink. <laughs> it's just like a very underwhelming show. Like there were some people that were okay, and there are some people that are like very well respected in comedy that have never made me laugh that were performing um i actually think the, weekend shows the, aren't good at like any of the clubs in town because no. all the good people are yeah that's true poor, they're touring right? yeah was it um, jay moore because i want to kill him who jay moore Ugh. no he wasn't there um or, does he even do stand-up do anymore know? yeah i think so uh, believe it or not he dates uh genie bus um, oh wow! I don't yeah, believe it that, because I don't know who much that is. Genie well, Bus. Uh, Genie Bus. He owns the Lakers. Lakers, yeah. Oh, that bus! Then, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's like a head loser, so unfunny, and he just pretty much clinged on to her somehow. I don't... Well, this guy's fucking worse. Do you know who Brian Holtzman is? All right, we're now we're now we're giving names, but yeah. Okay. Do you know who he is? I know of him. I don't know okay. his work. So older guy, his whole shtick is being a fucking angry old dude who's like, you can't say anything anymore. I love okay, and guys, I'm gonna say an the F slur for this because you need it for effect. So he's up there and he's like, and you know what? I love using the word fag, fag this, fag that, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then he's like, and then he's like, and I think women should should get hit. And like just saying all of these things that are so fucking offensive but i laugh at plenty of offensive things if they're jokes but he just went up there and like yelled hate slurs at one point he goes anymore can you yeah and i'm like you're saying it all right now and he's like so at one point he starts talking about the oscars and he's like these fucking awards like uh, how hard is it for a black guy to play a black guy like fucking the the guy the who uh the and he's like can't grasp the name of anybody he's like talk, talking about jamie fox playing ray charles or whatever and he's like how fucking hard it is is it for a black guy to play a black guy and it's like what are you talking about what what is this set and and pony and i are just looking at each other like this we've already been here it. for We've already been here for two hours and 45 minutes. We're just waiting for Bobby to come on stage, but it's one o'clock in the morning. And, and these, these people that are sitting right behind us had to have been paid actors because they were laughing so hard. It was a guy and his like girlfriend or wife or whatever. And she kept going (laughs) genius. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, he just, he just said he loves saying fag. And she's like, genius. That's genius. Uh, 
Well, I mean, yeah. Half of the crowd left during his set. And I was like, that's crazy that all these people are leaving. He's so bad that these people are leaving before Bobby even comes out. Um, his light, he runs the light by like 15 minutes. I blame the comedy store for that. Like, how does an asshole like that continue to get on? You know He's I mean? been a paid regular for 28 years. Kelly, he I know was, that's he why was I in the, it. he was in the comedy store the, documentary. I know. I hate, the, I hate the regular thing when you're like, you're a regular. Like, that, no one should be a regular because you get lazy. You should ever, yeah. you should have to fucking earn it. So, um, so I'll finish this up. So he, he's like, oh yeah, I see. Uh, I see. I'm not for everybody. Like not everybody's, uh, thinks it's funny, blah, 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 but I'm the fucking last guy. So whatever. And, and pony. And I just look at each other. Like, what do you fucking say? He said, he's the last guy. So Bobby doesn't even fucking show up to the show. Oh we sat there through that painful. I think he was, I think Brian was up there for 40 minutes, maybe painful. And then he never yeah, showed up. Right. I think comedy should be no more than an hour and 10 minutes, 90 minutes at most. hundred. I, I am a hundred percent with you. Yep. Even like when we do those talk shows, like we do like Jim Jeffries and stuff. I, and, and I learned this years ago, like when I, I did Nikki Glazer's show too, you lose, even if they're a paid audience, you lose them after like, so when we, so that's when, when you have to redo things and try and do it two times, that's when you lose people. You get 45 minutes. After that, it doesn't matter how funny you are. They're like, I don't have anything in me left. You know, you, like, it's just. I don't know how sitcoms taping work because aren't those like four to six hours? Yeah. But there are, there are a lot more scenes. True. Wait, what's your. Like multicam recordings. Aren't they like four hours or something? But you're doing it. But you're seeing something new. If you're trying to redo something again. But yeah, you're right. I. But that's why they have an applause sign, because uh, I really think, like I've been watching some of the new ones. Like I watched Night Court, which was I thought was horrible, but um, you know a lot of these new love it. They loved it, right? But I but I yeah. enjoyed the show, you know, and a lot. Of, but but they seem like canned laugh too. I'm not even sure there's even any audience in there, but um, because all the all the laughs sound the same. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like I, I don't even know what's happening. That anymore. 90 but, show is super canned laughter. Yes, definitely. it is right. I, I don't even think, like I said, I don't even Impossible think there's an audience. I don't think there's an audience in the room. But anyway, but also from a business perspective, it's like they've got an eight o'clock show, they've got a ten thirty show. If you really want to do shows until one forty-five in the morning, do a third show, and and sell more tickets. Right. It, yeah. it, I don't know. It. It just. I'll never fucking go to a main room show again. That's the second time I've done it. And it's second time it's been three and a half hours. And it's fucking when I first moved to Hollywood, I would go to those shows and they were great. But the, but the, the talent was great. I mean, Sebastian Mouskow. So like the yeah. guys who were in the time were, and now I do, maybe I just don't know people, but I just think there's a lot of like, I don't know, alt comics or whatever you call them that, that are like, just not for me. And it's just like, the I OR could, is consistently good. And those shows are about like an hour and a half. I feel like you know, the OR is the one that goes on forever and ever and ever. Wait, really? I, the OR doesn't stop. It, that thing starts at like what eight and goes till 2 a.m. That's the one that never ends. Where? So they have mo- the original maybe, room. That's the oh, one yeah. that's like got the window out, right? Yeah, that's that. That show doesn't turn over. That one just keeps going. Really? Because when I went, th- like, I, when I go there to see Justin or whatever, I feel like I'm there for like a set amount for a show. But maybe I just left with him and I didn't. Yeah, that thing doesn't end. 
I think yeah, yeah, we went to the green room after he performed. Okay. I'd rather go to the belly room or the lab, get an hour of new comics, laugh a little bit, and get the hell out of there. I, I love I, Roast I, Battle. Yeah, there's a lot of great shows. Like, LA is good for that. No one's getting paid shit to do it. But but you know what? It's funny because in Vegas, um, you know, Jackie's doing a podcast with Michael Yo now. Uh, oh, cool. Which is cool. Yeah, Wait, she's been. She's starting a podcast with him or she no, was no, on she was on his, and I think she's going to be joining him. Like oh, yeah, so so they they have a good good kind of chemistry. Um, and he's he's got a regular gig at the Jimmy Kimmel. There's a Jimmy Kimmel Club now in in Vegas, which which does pretty good. The comedy's definitely not as good in Vegas, but it's starting to step up a little bit because you know people come in. For, yeah, yeah, but he's got a, he's got a regular show there now. Oh, that that the video that video Jackie posted of her eating the burger and you ruining her audition. Mm-hmm. You like that? I sent that to a couple of my friends. I sent that to a couple of my friends because I think they got that same audition, where you're just supposed <laughs> to eat a burger and then just. Well, I know, and, and, look, anyone look, who, look and, like you enjoy and, it. Anyone who's ever done a commercial for anything, you just they do. That's that's a typical commercial. No, no, I, th- no that, <laughs> this audition just came out and everyone got this, so it was so funny to see her do that. And I know I sent it to two other people who I knew got that audition because we're all making fun of it. Like, right. I could fucking do that. I could do. <laughs> Mm, delicious well that's what i'm saying like i think any any burger commercial probably the same audition you just like and it's yeah. all the same it's like look look like you loved it yeah look like you're, you're like, enjoying it yeah <laughs> no i'm gonna do an audition for a burger commercial and look like it's disgusting oh, I, I don't what the hell is this although maybe you would need that because maybe you start off and you have a bad burger from somewhere oh what the hell and then you have the good ones so you have to do both re- reactions well, you're brilliant. That's why you're a brilliant man. See, you, you're marketing people doing the same old shit that just go right to the good burger. That's just a dumb idea. No, you got to have the bad How do I know what a good burger is if I don't know what it is? <laughs> exactly. How do I know what a good burger is until I've seen a bad burger? They eat basically. the bad burger and just immediately start projectile vomiting. <laughs> that would work for me. And be like, tired of vomiting you know, at your burger places? Come to Wendy's and have a potato. And it's like, hmm, pretty good. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't even have to show the Wendy's burgers. You just have to show me to McDonald's and throw it up all over the place. Yeah. And then just, hey, we're the other burger company. And we also have baked potatoes. <laughs> oh, you don't like burgers? Try a baked potato. <laughs> or chili. We have that as well, apparently. How did you guys not know about this? <laughs> hey, I can see the next Dave, Dave Thomas commercial for Wendy's. Like, it's, it's come to our attention that people under 35 have no idea that we have baked potatoes. So well, the, the whole thing is, service. where's the beef? Where's the potato? Where are the spuds? Yeah, we should actually reach out to Wendy's and just be like, listen, this is what we've found. This is our research. And we want to help. I mean, it, yeah. it, can't, it really can't hurt to reach out. We should actually write, uh, write up a... Uh, a commercial idea for a baked potato thing and just, and say like, we have a podcast. We found out that a lot of people don't know you have baked potato and just pitch it. The the worst that could happen is they don't respond to us. But what if they're like, fucking great idea. Here's money. Right. I I think if we do it in social media way and we shoot on an iPhone, we have just someone there like, did you know Wendy's has a baked potato? A bunch of people going, they have a what? We've had a baked potato since then. Everyone goes, this is fantastic. Yeah. We we got to do TikTok right there. Yeah. And the word, and another good thing that can happen is they can just respond back to us with a letter saying we know and thank you for for submitting, but no, thank you. They we probably believe everyone is aware that we have baked potatoes. Okay. 
Uh, actually, we asked people and they were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we asked Sharon down the hall. We asked Robert and Janitorial. They all are aware about the big Dave big Thomas big. was like, yup. <laughs> He's Wendy, even Wendy's like, we we got it. We got him. It's a Super Bowl commercial. We have one that went like, did you know nobody knows about? Like, did you know that people don't know about the, the baked potato? And then like we come back after the halftime for the next commercial. It's like, actually, we did a study. People already knew. Yes. <laughs> our bad wendy's got the baked potato sorry to be redundant be like, we didn't I, know everybody knew that's that's I our bad the, the ad could be someone's on their phone and they come across on a new breeds goes wendy's has a baked potato you go what and then you start marching through the streets wendy has a baked potato you get a whole army of people behind you wendy's has a baked potato Flash and then you show up to the wendy's <laughs> and they go we know We've always had these goddamn potatoes. We, we've always known, guys. <laughs> Turn around and go, sorry, guys. <laughs> so what false alarm. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make a commercial. And then we end it with like a, a little hanger that like, wait a minute. And they're like, uh, and then someone just like, yeah, we should have just got the chili. Wait, Wendy's has chili? To be continued. <laughs> I yeah. think it would work. I Honestly, think it would work. If too. I saw that, if I saw that, I go, they got a baked potato. I'm going to go try that thing out. And they got chili. Look, I it just they all did it. <laughs> yeah, look, work for one guy. We Listen, made them seven months. There's, there's no, there's no harm. They will at least send us gift certificates. Or baked potatoes. Or baked or potatoes. We, or retweet it. For a couple million followers. Yeah, that works. More DMs. Yeah. Hey, I saw your Wendy's ad. Pretty cool. <laughs> water slide. Yeah. Water slide. I did know there they had baked potatoes, but I still thought the ad was pretty cool. Yeah, would you like to do an ad for us? Like, Not informative, yeah. but fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that note a lot. That's like our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Updating the whole audience of Big Potatoes. Everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> uh, Why is there so much airtime to the one guy who didn't know they had a baked potato? Also, it's, a big, <laughs> it's like not even a big deal. Who cares? That, that's that's an allegory for how we pay attention to what really dumb people, like what a really small niche audience says on Twitter and, and blow yeah. it up in the news. Like yeah. everybody's saying this. Everyone's <laughs> saying it. Dude, this was one comment on Tumblr. Like <laughs> yeah. one opinion. From 2007. <laughs> like, this isn't even relevant. Can you believe people used to think this? <laughs> this is a very common idea. Wait, do people still use Tumblr? <laughs> I hope not. No, I don't know. I I think it still exists. I think people still yeah. use Pinterest. Yahoo. I think Yahoo. Yeah. No, Pinterest is, uh, Pinterest is really, really good financially for creators. I found out recently, and that blew me away. It's good for creators financially. Yeah, like how? What do you uh, do on there? There are a number of like influencers on TikTok who like will break down what they make and from what sources. And I've seen multiple videos where Pinterest was their highest payout because what? they like if they do like recipes or fashion or anything like that. Every click that they get, I believe, on their Pinterest, it equates to a financial payout. So, I think that the 
the metrics are just better on Pinterest in terms of paying. It sounds like t- the TikTok creator fund like doesn't really, it's not really worth it for a lot of people. Most of it ain't. I don't know. I don't know. Is that why, that way to keep me strung along for some video that nothing happens. Yeah. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather thumb through Pinterest. I'd rather thumb through someone's Tumblr account. I'd rather thumb through someone's asshole. Wait, wasn't there another one like that, that. that uh, it wasn't Tumblr. It was another one. It was like just pictures. Huh? Friendster? No, it was another, it was another like picture app with like Tumblr was like kind of like you put a picture up and then wrote like a blog or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was usually sad. <laughs> it was usually <laughs> journey through cancer or something. It was fucking horrible. Here's a here's a black rose. It represents the yeah, black my, tumor here's my, in my back. Here. Oh, I have to shave my hair today because it's coming out. Um, there was another one that Yahoo bought. Like it was like Flick, Flicker, Flickster, Flicker, Flicker. Yeah, but that was just like a proper like that was almost like a portfolio. I think site that was just a photo photo storage type site, wasn't it? But anything's a social. I don't media. know. There was one called Blippy that was you're supposed to share your purchases. I'm not sure why that was. I was on there. I'm not sure why. But then Venmo kind of became that. But Venmo you could actually spend money on. Actually, it was some sort of currency exchange. And Blippy was just. I bought an Xbox. I bought fast food. It's such yeah, a bad now, social media. Capitalism works. Yeah. Now Venmo won't let you take your money out, and they charge you tax. They tax really? you. On- no, it's only if it's only if uh, it's over a certain amount of money that's been paid to you in in. Um, 1099 services or whatever but if you if you send money between family and friends you don't get taxed no but a lot of people used to do hair and stuff they used to get away with not paying tax but now you get a 1099 or a w-2 from venmo at the end of the year only if it's charged for goods and services though right so if i mean everybody that it does like my hair or anything like that that i pay through venmo i just pay as family and friends and they can't touch that money yeah, Zell does the same thing. Illegal. 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 Uh, what time is it? I got to get up at 7. All right, let's just end it. Let's end it. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, it's 11.30. Bum, 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 bum. Where, where can everyone find you? Bum, 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 At Kelly Beckard. And at Wendy's bum, getting a baked potato. Jackhacker.com. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. At Tom. Bum. Fucking with Tom. Bum, bum, bum. 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 B